It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode sponsored by Roll20. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to our Season 2 recap. Uh, we figured, why not just chat through the game like we did last time? Except last time was a little bit more organized. This time, it's just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna talk. You wanna talk? Let's talk. Where do we start? Where do we, what date, when was our end of last, when? When does Season 2 start? Season 2 started after, so we fought the Tyrant Queen. And uh, when Wait. when Shell and Tarkan were left behind, and he went through to Guardan, that's where we did our season end. And then we picked up in January this year with the two prologue games. So the first prologue game being Jen and Amanda, uh, Delilah and Sumi being drunk and angry in Guardan. They were very angry. And then I uh, and then our second promo uh, prologue game was Corey and Patrick introducing new characters. Because we died. Well, okay. <laughs> died and a half. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You died emotionally. <laughs> And of course, I planned out this entire thing where I thought you were going to be in this region fighting for all of the local people, um, controlling important areas, uh, probably going back into the fire plane to rescue or to fight the Tyrant Queen. No, we said none of that, sir. Nope. Basically, immediately just left and went south. Well, to be fair, the fire plane sucked really, really, really hard. It did. Uh, and then we found out that Sumi, or not Sumi, that Delilah could get millions of dollars from her sexy uh, fiancé. I mean, you knew that. That was why you came with the scepter and the crown. Yeah. So we were like, let's go <laughs> get some cash monies and get away from this nightmare zone. I was actually, like, really, really excited for... I had... How many... Okay. So, you went through the, the swamp. But... Oh. Yeah? I was going to read some of my notes, though, from Guardan. Sure. Most important ones are flying fire assholes attack Guardan. Boo. And, uh, Feyren and Arrestos. New characters in a manor house? Ballers. Arachno Manor? Thank you very well, much. Well, I, d- I didn't know that at that time. That's fair. It is the yeah. Arachno Manor, though. 
I've written that on my character sheet. But yeah, we fought off an attack, kind of, like <laughs> half, and then we shut the portal, and then we went to swamps. Yeah. I smote so. a bird. I was a bird. That's true. And my, my mount. And, and uh, Delilah and Feyran started their games of uh, dragon chess. Yeah. 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 And also looting my house. Oh, yeah, you looted so much from that house. Yeah. <laughs> it was not your house. Uh, did you sign the deed? I have that right here. They find five chests with coins, gold coins from all over, and some are really old. Delilah steals two bags of old coins and throws the rest up to Feyran. I'm looking for the map that I had set aside that I showed you that one time with all the clocks. Oh yeah, when you flash it up and it was like 70 things that were happening and we're like, ah! Where did well, I put I, that? I panicked. I don't know if everybody else did. Yeah. Anyways, what was, what was cool about it, um, or like things that I was super excited about, I had uh, five regions planned out for various adventures. So like you actually went through the Silt Basin Pass and you and you saw the the outpost and there was like various stuff going on and we ended up actually interacting with that but there was also um, going to the mine where the um, giants had like focused a whole bunch of their uh, power and stuff that's where the phoenix went and one of the giants and um, because they wanted the the metal and so I had like this entire dungeon crawl of going into the mine and clearing out uh, all of those set up and then there was the um, the Fae Forest, where you could go in and you could bargain with the Fae to get them to help you against the giants. And then there was uh, an ancient ruin full of scary monsters. That was the hook that Cory and Patrick got with that Explorer's Guild. They all went missing when they went up to that spot, except for the thing that came back following them. Oh, shit! Your hook went unbitten, sir. I didn't even see the hook. Oh, I saw the hook. There was notes and... and, I was so worried about dying, because I just (laughs) did it. And then there was... um, What did I say? So the Silt Basin Pass, the mine, the Fey Forest, the ruin, and then out on the ocean, there was also... um, a floating island controlled by a wizard giant. Got like 10 stories written that I was like... That's amazing. No possible... First of all, you were like, go explore the mine that a fire giant riding a giant phoenix flew towards, which is a big sign of no. Yeah, That's a big don't go there. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, then you ended up speaking with the Noldar, with the leaders of the town. But you were so like, this is our thing, and we're out. 
and they kept being like, all right, but here are the things that need to be done in the region. And everyone's like, no, nah, we're good. Out. Like, that's awesome. You should probably get on that. Because we're going to go away I, right I, now. I think, Merrick, maybe your, 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 your sticking point or what's not working is we're not heroes. Much less yeah. so without Tarkan. I think. Oh much. Because yeah, Norestos is not into mm-hmm. the like let's let's help and die maybe. Yeah. So uh, you well, met each other. You fought. You left. You went down to the pass. What was that, Amanda? I was just gonna say, and Delilah has like so much more desire to never die again. Like much more scared of dying than previously. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and then after checking out the outpost and seeing that Shell and Tello were there, but deciding like not to go in for that, we had Jen's one shot. Yeah, nightmare but, realm. But I wrote a, I wrote a, I wrote a hippogriff. You wrote it. Yes, you did. You went on like a fantastic around the mountains journey on a hippogriff. You're, you're welcome. And yeah, you spoke to to. <laughs> yeah, dead brambles. Just old brambles. You're not an necromancer. It was an old, old person. <laughs> yeah, and then I ran a game, not realizing Amanda is scared of sea creatures. So she's a really good friend for not saying anything and playing that. Really, it was such a well-written story that the part of me that loves mysteries needed to know the end more than the part of me that was afraid in that moment. At 2 a.m. I felt a little bit different, but that's what it is. I'm sorry, you're a good friend. That's okay, and I'm sorry, I realized I had the wrong headphone down. I'm so sorry if that sounded terrible. It was a little quiet, but we got you back. Um, And then I totally just realized that in my um, SunCon thing this year, I missed one of our guests because I didn't run the game for for Grace. So it didn't stick in my head that she was a guest on the podcast. OP guest. So, sorry, Grace. Thank you for being a guest. We love you, Grace. And I got to play Odell. Yeah, I love waking up to a Gith, Gith Zarai? Gith Yankee. Gith Yankee. Baking food at our fire. Food. And then Jen had her little one shot to show where, um, or like I ran a one on one game for Jen to show what Sumi was doing. Yeah, Sumi. once again, once again, not being trustworthy on watch. Yeah, well, <laughs> you get bit by a snake twice. Whose fault is that? Very fair. We need to learn. <laughs> but she and just always volunteers. That's the thing. She goes, I don't need to sleep for the full eight hours. So you guys just chill while I trance, and then you can all get, you guys can all take a uh, nap, and I'll watch for for the whole rest of the night. And it's like, well, that that's sense Arthur, when we're all dying. Yeah, I was gonna say, but did you die? <laughs> so close, though. <laughs> oh, we uh, we fun. freed was... scorpions. Oh, but yes, you did. You freed giant uh, lobstrosity scorpions. Yeah, they were friendly. I liked them. Yeah. Shoreline scrappers. Yeah. <laughs> Lobstrosities. Um Jen, did you ever tell anybody what Sumi did when she went away? She got eaten by a hill. 
That's like, didn't I? Yeah, I got eaten by a hill. I found like heard. an annoying young drow like teenager and she was all getting murdered but then was like I don't need any help I got this I'm so special because I'm like a royal drow girl and she got eaten by a hill did she so die? I, I went into the hill to save her because I got out of the mouth the hill maw but then she didn't so I slid into it before it closed and then we fought zombies, and she was like, I can do this. And I was like, all right, you take the first shot. And she missed the first shot, and she sucked. And I saved her ass. <laughs> and I just kept calling her little cousin, which really annoyed her, because she was drow, and she hated elves. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And then at the end, she got like a little bit cooler and gave me her real name and told me she's some sort of like princess or something. <laughs> that part Ooh. I feel good. Never, never came up again, despite the two hooks in there. Wait, what? Yeah, Merrick, that's the thing. You bury these hooks and we're like, and you're like, hey, wasn't there a cool story that way? And we're like, wait, what? Yeah, no, she said, uh, you know, she really couldn't tell you where she was coming from or where she was going. But, you know, she was coming from Tal'Dorei because there were problems there. And she was going to Jorhas to ask for help and she was being pursued by some sort of strange wizard assassin which is the dead body you found on the top of the hill holy shit Jen again we had our own stuff like I can't take <laughs> care of every single person on the planet I love how that's mostly our group's like major vibe is man fuck that we got our own stuff going on I can't <laughs> deal with your shit there's so much stuff going on we honestly mean good luck, but like, good yeah. luck. Have a great I day. Mean, I, mean, I think you need to plan less, Merrick, is what I think. It's the Witcher problem. If you, <laughs> Merrick, if you need us to do something, you have to hit us in the face with it. Yeah, like a yeah. full brick in the side of the temple. Otherwise, we're like, Which nope. I'm doing hey, whoa, whoa. Get away from uh, me. Well, it's kind of like WoW, right? We're in this sandbox world, and our quest log is just overfloweth. And we're like, all right, well, we can't do it all. Even though our quest log, I believe, is nothing. Yeah, no, we, we like, talk to the quest givers, and then they're like, will you do this? We're like, wait, what's that over there? I think I saw a cool thing. It's just, away! Just one of us has this personal problem that we all decide is the most important thing in the moment. And it rotates. So we're all going to concentrate on your thing now. Drow war, Volstruckers, Jorhas politics just ended up going Actually, I'm super glad I did not want to get involved in like uh, Wildmount politics? Yeah. Specifically empire politics. Fuck that. But then we went to Port Damale, which I've been saying wrong the entire podcast. I've been uh, saying Tamale. Yeah, delicious. Damale. And Lord Gabriel was very happy to see Delilah. And they uh, went off to do a little bit of catching up while uh, Feyran caught up with some ancient technology, if you get my drift. Yeah, we had our second guest. That was Alex, right? Yeah. Yeah, Alex played a fucking terrifying adventure that game. Zinla Redberry. And we met nightmares. (laughs) 
A box opens. Giant robot flies out. Of course it does. Why wouldn't it? Well, and this is where I introduced the fact that Whitestone was going to be a big deal in the campaign eventually. With the green stones. Yep, midnight stones. Which are not what I thought they were. I mean, they are, they are and they are not. They're bombs. They are chaos bombs. But yeah, so that was that was fun. That was introducing that ship and the fact that um, a whole big trove of technology has been found in Whitestone and is being studied and shipped and all sorts of stuff. And by complete coincidence, we ended up there. <laughs> because that is not why we came here. And then we, we start the arc of trying to save um, Shell and... And and Nerestos gets sunny. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, this entire time, we should also remember that Sumi was going, I need to save Slade and Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, but they're pretty, idiots, yeah. so. Oh, and I threw out another side um, thing that was completely a distraction. It was definitely like not core story it was just like if you want to go further east into the empire um then lord gabriel has a mission with the zeppelin right yeah with yeah, the secret said, zeppelin Fuck that. <laughs> you didn't want to do like a heist and try and save uh captives from a wizard where was it merrick that's a him family problem not an us family problem it was in Rexentrum. Mm-hmm. The capital. In the candles, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I <laughs> wanted to do that. I specifically was like, I don't want to go anywhere near that. Let's stay in, in uh, Concord territory. Can I read my notes from the saving of Shell? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we get back to the camp that Shell and Tello are in, and Norestos tells us his spider plan. Um, the password for the illusionary terrain is Bumblebrush. Norestos sneaks in, so sneaky, like, and charms the fire giant. Now he makes no alarm as Norestos tries to charm the turtles. He succeeds on both. Theron makes a bonfire firework as a distraction. Slurlock? Oh, yeah, oh, that's that right, the wizard one. That's the wizard one with the flying With his floating with flying island, island, yeah. Uh, Noresto sends the fire giant general on a gopher quest. <laughs> he gets the manacles off of Shell. He gets the manacles off of Tello. Fuck yeah! All capitals <laughs> when I decorated it. Uh, Norestos becomes a dino bird and takes the turtles. This is the most stressful whatever amount of time from the beginning of that to the end of that that I've ever experienced where every day I was like how can I fine tune this plan by second by second so that I don't accidentally kill myself and maybe everyone else you had it down to a science because I spent most of my time when I should have been working doing that (laughs) okay so let's read every spell that druids have available and their time, and how many of them are concentration spells? What can I cram on myself that isn't a concentration spell that would help? And just for <sighs> timelines, we did that on May 14th. Of real time? 
Yes. Oh, that's right, because it's all Misuthar. Yeah, yeah, I know it was Misuthar. And we'd taken a long break at that point yeah. um, because of Heroes of the Reef. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that was fun. Heroes was really fun. Yeah, and then so we go to... Uh, then it's Operation Save Sumi and, or Save uh, Slade and Charlotte, which everybody keeps going. All right, we're doing it this this game. It's this game. It's going. We're going in. We're getting it done. And I'm like, no, there's a whole thing here. There was, and it was and it was a bit of a dungeon crawl. Except that it was a dungeon crawl that was a lot easier because several groups had already gone through and cleared out all of the scary stuff. Thanks, oh. several groups. Yay! So it was good that we prolonged it. Yeah, and I mean, if Delilah had not died to that beholder, you would have been going into that dungeon at level, like, three. Ugh! And the poison alone sucked, like, there'd be the a worst. Ton of stuff. I'm glad we didn't have to fight stuff while also poisoned. But there wouldn't have been a super-powered mage at the end of it. Oh, did he drain them or something? No, like, he was added afterwards oh. for, yeah. Cool. He killed all the things on his way in and then became powerful. That was so <laughs> many levels ago. Yeah. Um, so, of course, uh, Katie and Dan came in as DeKaize and... What was Katie's character's name? Valentino. Valentino. Malocho. Okay, I like both of them as a person. But holy crap, Delilah wanted to kill that character the whole game. Valentino was pretty chill. Yeah, Valentino was great. It was great. And, like, I was fine, like, playing the game. But, like, during the game, Delilah was, like, I, it was just overtaking me how upset I felt like she was. I really thought he was going to turn and try and kill us. Yeah. <laughs> I was sen- sensing a lot of that where I was like, and prep for when he turns. If we see him again, it certainly will be him trying to kill us. Well, hey, I feel like even if it isn't, yeah. we're gonna all Just like attack like full him. On, full out the gate. And we'll be like, he grabbed his knife! We're he going after him! Reaching out to shake your hand. So we also did that pillar that pillar um, puzzle, and I would like to read you what we named all the symbols again. Oh yeah, Oh great. fuck right. <laughs> so we had upside down chair slash person praying. We had person at desk awake, awake, or deep squat, person mowing, sitting on steam bench slash snake biting butt, spooning slash doggy style, uh, full bars, if you remember, full bars. Oh yeah, yeah. full bars. Uh, person sleeping at desk and pooping. <laughs> Accurate. Pooping. So... This was really fun because it was, again, it was the the second dungeon that I designed for this campaign. Like, it was the second Titan that I made. That and we skipped. Yeah, and it was completely skipped. Which but, one's that? Uh, the, the turtle underneath the Sagarin. Oh, I see, when we skipped it originally. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, so I had all of the maps planned out. I had a number of puzzles. I had a bunch of... Um, like items and encounters and stuff and then you skipped it and it was like okay gets put away it might come back to later and then when you 
made the plan with Charlotte and Slade that they would go and look at one, I was like, okay, they'll go to one that I haven't designed. But you're like, no, 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 they should go to this one. I'm like, cool. <laughs> which is when I so came bossy. Up... We were like, no, you need to go there. Yeah, which is when I came up with the idea that okay, then they get trapped and need to be saved because they're idiots. And then, um, like, as I was developing that idea, I was like, okay, this could get a little bit more complicated. Let's put the Star Dazzlers with the Star Dazzles with them. And then we don't know if it was them who did it or if it was an accident. But then I also tied in um, the uh, the NPC from our one shot who Patrick said she was going to was going to marry. <laughs> Tarkan said that. Yes, Tarkan. Oh, what was her name? Shendra? No. I have a I have it in Targan's character sheet. She was I wasn't Targan. taking notes then. Remember when Targan was an active character? Oh. No. Wow, it's been a bit. It's been a while. Captain Zenthra Salus. Zenthra? It's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I was like, okay, okay, great she's going to betray them and knock them in. But then I was like, no, even better. Charlotte is going to betray Xanthra and lose the fight. Which is actually what happened. I don't know if you or your characters ever figured that out from how cagey Charlotte was. Charlotte turned on Xanthra, decided to take all the tech for herself and her dad, and Xanthra was able to overpower Charlotte and push her into the stasis field. Oh, shit. We did not get that better. <laughs> I mean, it that does make sense Charlotte. with that end of that fight when Charlotte was like, Oh, the dark power will be mine! And I was like, shut up! Wow. <laughs> Go sleep, I feel uh, like it was one of those things that we wanted to like take it further because we're like she's about to go evil but she hasn't gone evil yet she hadn't gone like full on evil at that point so it was like one yeah. of those things that it was like are we playing with fate should we give her a chance the point is Xanthra could do no wrong she's a perfect woman <laughs> well and Xanthra took a whole bunch of the tech and used it to bargain with the local uh, ravager clans and so she was able to... That's why you saw the orcs and the um, and uh, the goblinoids working alongside the Emerald Outpost to fight off the hill giants. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. When you flew in and there was that Moltroka, the uh, terrifying monster with the robot butt... Um, in <laughs> yep. the high pass, uh, there was there were humans and goblinoids fighting together. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I just remember skipped out on the goblinoid part. Yeah, it was an orc woman who was oh. in ravager clothing. Gotcha. All I was concerned about was monster with robot butt. Yeah, that's fair. I dropped it and then went through a portal and I went in. I, bet you I didn't go into the butt. portal. And then so the timer for Charlotte and Slade's rescue 
were was um the the star dazzles wounded walking to Iman. And so as soon as they finished their travel to Iman, they told Charlotte and Slade's dad and he sent uh Sarah Naveen to go and get them. Oh, and he's a dickhole. And you ended up coming at the same time that he uh, rescued them and then went further in and realized, ooh, there's a whole bunch of power that I can take for myself. And then he turned into a turtle. And then he turned into a turtle. And I went, you ever be a turtle on your back? A flute! <laughs> and, and Shell found the healing for his soul. I don't know if he's there yet. No, but but this is his turning point from hating everything to just hating some things. Yeah, it's he, true. he woke up and he was a little bit happier. He was a little brighter. Too legit. Even to when he quiet. couldn't drink water. What was that, Crane? Too legit. Too legit to quit. Yes, that is my note on the next page. Shell has hot mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just and rename those episodes. Shell has the hot stage. mouth. The one where Crazy. Shell has hot mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the one. <laughs> so yeah. Let's see. We did Under the Eye of the Titan, which was episodes 23 and 24. And then we took another break and we put all of the um, Heroes of the Reef stuff in. And then when we came back... We played uh, in the Emerald Outpost, and there was uh, the stuff with Vera, the little girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vera? I have her name is Zira. Vera Astri. I turned into a dinosaur to die, so she'd look cool. <laughs> and then we had, like, days. Like, just days where we hung out in the Outpost and nothing bad happened, and we were just happy people. Yeah. You know how, like, in some drama shows, every once in a while they have this weird random, like, musical episode, or they this weird <laughs> random, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just episode that doesn't really make any sense? That was this episode. Yeah. Yes. Let's bring and it back to it. happiness for everyone. Yeah. For just a minute. Just like a we'll minute. Get back to sadness. It was just a random mid-season musical. <laughs> and we broke up with Slade. Blue, 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 by Slade. Yes. But you actually broke up this time. Yeah. Instead of just when you were like, goodbye for Find a minute. a better person. And he was like, okay. And he was all like, Bye. Well, well, I mean, I figured it would last because you're an elf and you're going to outlive me, baby. Wow. And then we laughed at him. Wow. I mean, wow. Like, he had emotional intelligence and, like, pragmatism there. All uh, Sumi could think about was uh, the shirtless, trident-wielding uh, drow boy. No, all oh, she could think about was how presumptuous it was that she was going to live longer than him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. He's not bright. I don't think even, like, human lifespan will be what claims sh- uh, Slade. He's going to be a politician now. No, like uh, a a flight of stairs will be the end of that. He'll forget they exist and be like, it'll be a horrible oiled chest accident. (laughs) 
think before get the that, v. Slade was always so kind to Sumi. Like, he always was, like, making sure Sumi was okay. And, like, he was pretty kind to her. He and I think that huge V. Yeah, but, like, he, I also think that in the moments when Slade was saved and after when you guys broke up, he showed maybe he wasn't quite as kind as Sumi thought he was. Well, yeah. I mean, he was still, like pretty decent about it. No, he's yeah, fine. She broke up with him twice. Yeah, but didn't he... Wasn't he a kind of a jerk when you saved him? He just didn't... Yeah, he wasn't a jerk. He just didn't care that I was there saving him. He was yay, thanks group for saving me. Not appreciating how much Sumi had gone through to get there. Right Basically, he's a sweet guy, but it was like dating a puppy. After she was banging an elf. In... <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Like, he was like a puppy. He was like, you're all here! <laughs> okay, how many times did Tarkan say that? I know over and over wrong. again! He's an idiot! Dump the loser! And I did. Twice. <laughs> well, 1.5. And And then one game in person. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and the world exploded again. My yeah. came out. That one game was so fun. Yeah, I missed <laughs> human contact. It will, it will happen one day again. We got to use the fancy table with mm -hmm. an animated map and a whole bunch of extra rules that I kept making more and more complicated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was... A lot. <laughs> it was fun. Just a... Uh, a lot. Yeah. And also, come on, Drews, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it would have been a lot cooler if, like, you didn't get knocked out of your form so quick. Again, my only notes on that are... Holy fuck, air combat is complicated. Or complex. <laughs> and we say no thank you to Sky Whale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... They didn't even, like, we just saw Elemental summoned by them, and that fucked us up. And we're like, maybe not, let's land there. Which, and I already ex um, went through the various things that could have happened there, but, like, yeah, there was um, Keyleth was hanging out, doing a big ritual, and uh, was going to get your help when things came to stop her. God damn it. Kiki... Yeah. <laughs> I thought Norestos didn't care. That's not Norestos talking. Norestos has an accent. And then, well, this one was in person again, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Because it was an emotional kick in the teeth. Ooh. I did not expect this. Uh, our morning in the Whitestone episode where people go to meet the Winterborns and actually talk through the entire, we're sorry your son died on an adventure with us. It was intense. Holy crap. It's like a full-on wake for Tarkan. The, well, well, because I mean, there wasn't like a whole lot of time for that. No. They, they got drunk one night 
And then it was basically right away into Mythothon. chaotic, yeah, chaotic <laughs> clusterfuck. Well, and then like I was, I was, I don't know about Sumi, but I was kind of feeling like Delilah was just putting it out of her mind. But then obviously finding Shell brought up a lot of feelings, and like then talking to Shell about it, and then going and seeing them. So it was, if we would have seen them without Shell, maybe it wouldn't have been as emotional for us. But I think from finding Shell brought up a lot of that stuff. Because we just, we kept going into the next battle, into the next battle, and you didn't really have time to think about it. We definitely should have just written a letter. (laughs) (laughs) The best part about that was the crazy duality of playing a character who knows nothing about why everyone's sad. And also, having been the character everyone is sad about, I was like, I am emotional as a human being. Norestos is not. Norestos is. Ah! I was just like, I don't know. I guess I stand over in the corner. Everyone's very sad, and I don't know this person you're talking about or why we're here, but it seems very important. Yeah, that was really tough. And then to have them be attacked the next day because of us. That was really, was a really hell bad. of a wake up. That was intense. That Look, was supposed to lighten now. the mood. That was like, all right, let's have a combat. Hottie Daddy Winterborn died. It was not light. And then he got eaten by a hag. Yeah, yeah it went it was real so dark. intense. But yeah, the intention like... was to lighten it. <laughs> I love that it was like, <laughs> all right, there's some polar bears outside. Cool. It's snowing. That's weird. Let's go talk. And it was like, nope, it's fight time. All right. Cool. Uh, he's dead and being eaten now. Yep. Yeah, and then I made him a dwarf, so. I was just so hoping he'd just come back as himself. Like, in yep. human, and he just comes back as himself. And Delilah did magic. Well, I, I'm so fucking curious about that! Your goddamn firewall that I put up! Ah! Why can you do magic? Ah! <laughs> Things, secrets, secrets that she didn't tell during secret tell That's time. True. That is true. I forgot about that. Honestly, it was not on purpose. You didn't ask. You're the only one that's curious. I didn't know. None of us know. None of us saw anything. She jumped through the fire like a psycho, which she seems to keep doing. There's walls right through that. I go. Uh, Tiefling. Don't worry, I'm a tiefling. It's fine. And a rogue with evasion. And a rogue with evasion. Uh, <laughs> yes? I'd also like to point out that that battle happened on Dewalahe 1. So we kicked off the month. Not like, if, if the month follows that trend, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, finally, we're in a new month. Hag, polar bears, troll. Yeah, that was that a troll fight fucking together. sucked. Yeah. Oh, that troll was terrifying. He got five attacks around. That's why he sucked. Yeah, it was so good. It was Luckily, so intense. I turned into an elemental for the first time. Yeah. Elementals are so much better. Uh, then, uh, you know, some stuff happened. Uh, Norestos is slightly different. You know, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> Norestos ate the hag's heart and now has some sort of winter aspect to himself. Yeah, you keep making us cold, dude. It's not cool. 
It's only it's ice cold. Bing, 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 bing. But that brings us up to last game, and I have all my notes for us to read for last game if you guys want to ha- hear it up. Hakira. Alright, Dwalahe 2. Norestos turns Papa Winterborn into a dwarf. <laughs> Sumi asks Delilah for help to connect the people she owes money to to the clasp to establish Midnight Stone smuggling. She finds Crow's Ram. Crow's Ram? Crowley Ram? Crow's Ram. Crow's Ram. A class member. He properly shits his pants when he learns who Delilah is. That was funny. Really I like how funny. he turned into like a teenage boy. Oh, you just summed that all up. That was perfect. He says, talk to Sansil to negotiate trade, in quotes. Whoa! But then he says her dad is running the Midnight Stone show in Balrod. Balrad. Balrad. I wanted to say Balrod, and I was like, that's not right. Balrod. Yeah. Balrod. Uh, Sansil equals legit. Didi's dad equals not legit. I disagree. (laughs) Too legit. And then we have Truth Talk at the Bitter Wolf. Sumi shares her sad story first and about the prisonment of her parents and ex-boy. Shell escaped from prison, had to be smuggled out, was a revolutionary. Brother is now running the joint, but evilly? Maybe. Uh, it was two... It was 11 likes to tell his story. Because <laughs> we're a counting like his likes. Oh, right. That was just when I started. That's <laughs> true. Norestos is also an orphan <laughs> and started to live in the woods. He has been through the red doors. They have shown up in his they have shown up they have something up his life. They've shown up all through his life. Yeah. Thrice Crown Queen, he likes her. Owes some favors. Create a gateway. Delilah's parents clasp that perform that have performers as a ruse. Three sisters? Her younger sister, Oriana, is getting was getting magic. <laughs> Sumi buys the tavern candy. Shell shares his dad was killed by Arusu Shigeti. Already dead. By Lianu. Lianu, is that how you say it? Lanu. Lanu. Delilah does a little dance, and we drunk convince her to perform. She does a song and a dance performance. She steals a lot. <laughs> um, Duwalahe 3. Norestos broke a midnight stone and hurt his ears? Question mark. Slept under Big Tree. That fucking sucked. Shell gets back to the weapon store to hear if they figured out a loot weapon. Flute chucks. <laughs> flute chucks. Hang out in town for Dwalahe 4 and 5. Dwalahe 6. Norestos flies us to Balrad. We see the J Colossus first, and I just have like this little face. Uh. Just this <laughs> eyes, just this... accurate face. 
Just a straight-lined, straight-mouthed, big-eye face. It is unbelievably big and has some giant ion stone shit going on. So it had, like, stones, like, orbiting it in the air. There is a small town that has grown around the Colossus's base. We look for D's fam. We see a small building called Eldridge or Elden Arcana Works. Big letters. Fuck. Thorn Gauge Arcana Works. I thought it was Elden. Elden, Elden was is his name. Yeah, uh, Elden okay. Thorn Gauge. What a, yeah. Potato, potato. Delilah spots her parents' wagon. Someone calls Delilah Firebug! Uh, Daddy Lords is hot. Cass. His name's Cass. There's a poster in their wagon of tiny performing Delilah. That's it. That's where we ended season two. Mom came out. Yes, mom came out too. Abigail. Weirdly enough, also attractive. (laughs) Very weird. So... How does everybody feel about season two and the story that we've told so far? It's good. Yeah, it, the story's <laughs> great. I'm a little concerned with the comment you said earlier where season three we're going to be a little more pushed into these hooks. And I'm a little concerned on what that yeah, means. like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with them. Yep, yep. No more dangling. We're going by a lot. I think it'd be good. I think, like, season two, we did, like, a whole bunch of little arcs, but we refused to bite any of Merrick's big arcs. So I think it'll be cool if he pulls us into something that is a little bit, we're stuck. Because we've been skipping. True. That's very true. Chomp right onto Merrick's big arc. And it'll be interesting what arc actually makes us want to do it. Like, what arc we all agree on. Yeah, it's not even want to do. It's be less afraid of doing. Like, yeah, that's really what, what, can, what do we balance our natural fear of dying? I just versus... really had it. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, that's it. Basically. See, I just, Sumi just really has it in her head, and I have it in my head, that we're Titan Slayers. Our job is to slay Titans. So we have this, like, year-long side quest to... Like, we were just supposed to go sell some things. (laughs) Like, that's all we were supposed supposed to to do. It was supposed to be one day where where you went, we went to Port Mali, got money, and everything was chill, and then back on the track it goes. Right? And it was like, we drove the train not only off the tracks, but somehow we were on a mountain where that train was. We drifted the train down the mountain. The mountain's now a volcano. Uh, and then the train has a dragon wings, and now we're flying away on it. It was yeah. just a lot of a lot of things happened. It was just like, we're supposed to just go get some money. Okay, well, this really hot fiancé asked us to do one thing. I suppose while we wait this week, we could do this one thing. And then things flew off the rails. And so all Sumi had in her mind was, wrap it up. Get back to Titans. Get back to your roots. And, I mean, Lord, uh, uh, Gabriel Reimer didn't actually ask you to do that. That was uh, because pirates showed up for Tello. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. It was for family. But again, it was supposed to be like a, a week excursion while we waited for our shit to sell. Yep. 
<laughs> we might as well go to Everplume. We'll make it back by God's Brawl. Yeah, totally. Tarkan's super excited about it. Yep. Tarkan. Sounds like a great idea. Ash, ashen corpse. <laughs> Shouldn't have took that smine off. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we are planning to go all the way to level 20. Or at least we were. Are we yeah. still excited to do that? Oh, yeah, baby. Arch Druid. All 20 levels Druid. Let's get it. So, um, oh, sorry, Jen, were you going to say something? I'm just going to say, I'm in. Oh, good. Um, and so in my head, I have basically this next arc starting in season three. Um, I don't know why you'd do that. <laughs> I've got a plan out. There's an arc in season three that we're we're heading into, and then there's sort of the results of that, and I don't know how long it'll be. And then there's an optional um, third arc, and that's the main storyline of the campaign that I had envisioned from before we did our first session. And then there's all the side stuff that other people need to be doing, which will get put in wherever. I just mean, I think it's very brave of you to plan anything for us. We're a train wreck. That is so accurate. That turns into a dragon. But it's an enjoyable ride. <laughs> You're very optimistic to plan anything. It is a ride. Well, and I mean, like, the big thing, of course, is the Jade Colossus. Yeah, I'll go in that. I just want to hey, see if, uh, Delilah's parents were in, like, an open marriage, or... Yeah, f- fuck the Jade... Whoa! That's like a book? So the Jade Colossus is something that was published for Numenera and has a conversion guide to 5th edition. So this is the next big arc. So skip it. <laughs> or we'll die. Okay. No. No dying. All right. Well, I mean, that's, I think, where we should wrap up. Thank you, everybody, for listening and listening to season two. And yeah. get excited for season three coming in Also January. known as get We All Die. Very excited. Woo-hoo-hoo. I like ASMR, Corey. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. I mean, you know, you get them frustrations built up and you got a Captain America, a pot lid. Right? You do have them frustrations. Ditto. But I also really need bowls. I just evidence is to the contrary. Bowls, we always it's the thing we break and we need it the most. Them bowls. Have you considered getting bowls that won't break? We have several. There you go. Yeah. But we also have ones that do break and then they do. Well, 
All I'm hearing is that there's a culling. It's happening. And eventually, the strongest will rise superior than the rest. The Ikea plastic ones. <laughs> I don't know why I thought stainless steel, but... Nope. She gets stainless steel bowls. Ew. Ew. Yeah, that makes my mouth taste like metal. I didn't even think of that. And you could not microwave them. Don't get steel bowls. <laughs> That's <laughs> I a terrible the microwave idea. Part. Just put it in, forget about it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna turn this down. This crowd is they're getting a little raucous. They're ninja turtle pajama pants. You sound so good. Still super quiet for me. Do I just have to turn him up in Discord or? I have him at like just over a hundred. Corey, I've turned you up to one thirty. Do you like my Ninja Turtle oh. pajama pants? Yeah, you sound great. Yep, and the pants look great. I need more of that Corey ASMR action going on there. Describe your pants to us, Corey. That's not They're like the 2014 Ninja Turtle style with like the classic comic book art. Can you please say, and welcome to the stage, Tracy? And welcome to the stage, Tracy. Perfect. Who's Tracy? I uh, just picked a lady's name for uh, someone who might be uh, going to stage. Money. Yeah. All right. Quick break. And cut. I don't have to go anywhere, so. That's a wrap. <laughs> All right, everyone. Pack it in. Oh, Corey's breaking everything. <laughs>